Hi everybody, I'm Jonathan Scott and welcome to On Air Education, a show dedicated to helping our teachers, our parents, and our students with distance and blended learning. Today on the show, we have dear friends that are going to talk about English as a second language and, and language just in particular, how, how it's going with the children, how it's going with the teachers, how it's going with the parents. Joining us is an actual teacher, Brad Chandler from Durango High School. Hello there. And also a dear friend. Headliner, showman, Frankie Shinta. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm and, glad to be here. And when you, we, we talked about this before, when you were a little Shinta, yes. your grandparents and your parents spoke Italian in the house, right? They did. Actually, it was a Sicilian dialect. But yes, Italian. And, you know, all the commands were in Italian. All the commands, like <laughs> to eat, to come here, to shut up. Even <laughs> I know manja. You, yeah, I know, right. Or <laughs> tate, you know, where they're going to give you a spanking. All the commands were in, in Italian, and uh, I miss that. I really do, because they're all gone. All my uncles, all my aunts, they're all up in heaven somewhere. Most of them now, are in heaven. I've, I brought this coffee mug because I know the firefighters are very close and dear to your heart, and we received this together. We did. And your uncles and your dad? My father. Fire, all firefighters? 32 years. Yeah. He was a Buffalo firefighter. And also joining us, songstress, songstress, international recording artist, Giada Valente, a true Italian from Italy. Yes. Yes, born and raised in Venice, Italy. Oh, so boy. how old were you when you started learning English as a second language? Actually, English I've learned uh, later in my life when I met my husband. My, I've learned French as second language uh, when I was at school. I could choose between English and French. I was in love with French music. I could already sing in French everything, but without knowing what I was singing about. So I chose French. And when I met my husband, he's Dutch, I moved to Amsterdam. We didn't have a language in common, me and him, because I could speak Italian and French and my husband all the other. So we decided to choose ling English as a second language to communicate. And then later, I put aside my English. I learned Dutch because I was living in Amsterdam. So now it's my third language. How do you say hello? How are you in Dutch? Hoe gaat het met je? Nice to meet you. It, it, yeah, no, how it are sounds, you? How are you? It sounds like it's nice oh, to meet nice you. Nice to meet you is aangenaam. Very close. Very close. Mr. Chandler. Mr. Chandler. Indeed. <laughs> how are you doing with distance learning and blended education? We're having a very interesting time trying to teach a foreign language on the internet when we're not allowed to make the children turn on their microphones or their cameras. So it's kind of like a magician going on to the stage to do a card trick and calling someone out of the audience who not only refuses to pull a card out of the deck, but refuses to come up onto the stage. So a good portion of my students, I have never heard them speak a word. How, does, how do you do it? Uh, I aim for high middle and I keep going yeah. and hope for the best. <laughs> and I'm astonished that I'll ask them, the ones that are, are responding to my questions, uh, a question, uh, uh, and they can come up with the answer in French. It's, it astounds me all the time. Yeah. You, so, so you never hear their voice? Like, many of the students. They, are any of them like, okay, I'll turn it on when I'm going to say something? Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, probably a third of them do. A third of them I've never heard a word from, and a third of them turned it on until they found out that they didn't have to. Wow. Wow. So it's been very inter interesting for us all. Do you well, blame really the parents for that? No. Because if it was um, my kid, I'd say, turn your mic on. Well, so it's, it's, just canvas, it's the Canvas program. Right? Yeah, there was, you would say. Yes, it is indeed the Canvas program. Uh, it's so easy to say it's all the parents' fault, but it's not. This is a very busy city, and parents are out working. 
even during the pandemic, a huge number of parents are out working. And if they're at home with the kids, if they've got four kids and they're all on the computer at the same time, it's very difficult Good to point. monitor what everybody's doing. So be, we've got to be very careful before we point fingers at anyone. Okay, well, I'm going to point a finger at all of you because I, I, I pulled something out that I want to share with you and, and in see front where, of everybody. See where it goes. If you could, here's the question that we, that was posed. If you could say something to your 10-year-old self, what would it be in the hope that it'll resonate with all of you? At 10 years old, I'm going to read this. I didn't write this, but at 10 years old, I was really struggling with school and my dyslexia. I had a restless spirit and poor academic records, which meant I was nearly expelled from the all-boys school I attended. When your potential in life and your self-worth is dictated by exams and spelling tests, it's easy to feel lost and like the world's against you. If only my 10-year-old self could be that it could see that my dyslexia and my different ways of thinking would become one of my biggest strengths and would lead me on a wonderful adventure beyond the school gates. If I could say something to my 10-year-old self, it would be a gentle reminder that being different does not mean that you're flawed does not mean that you're lazy or stupid. Thinking differently makes you unique and allows for so many different ideas, innovations, and adventures to unravel. Don't be afraid to embrace the quirks. Think bigger, follow your passions, explore your creative thoughts, and hold on to your underlying sense of optimism. Stay passionate, creative, and true to yourselves by holding on to a Peter Pan-like sense of wonder and exploration that we found within ourselves from an early age. If only we knew at 10 years old that we would carry this within us, all of our lives would become pivotal to our success. I'd also remind my 10-year-old self that people are always more important than grades or exam results. The way you treat people and trust people will prove to be far more valuable than algebra. And when you do feel the world is up against you, just know that there are many, many others before you who've struggled with school in a similar way. And many have gone to create wonderful things. Life comes with its fair share of challenges, but if you stay true to yourself and keep dreaming, anything is possible. This is just the beginning and the real adventure is about to begin. This was written by Sir Richard Branson. Wow. So the question I pose, what would you say to your 10-year-old self? Something my father always told me was be proud of what you are, number one, no matter what it is. Always be proud of yourself and your family and where you come from, whether you're poor, whether you got nothing. Um, and another thing he said to me, be nice to everybody on the way up in this business because you're going to meet the same people on the way down and that was very poignant that's something that stuck with me and i've told other young entertainers you got to be nice because you see some entertainers out there once they make it big they're not nice anymore mm -hmm. and they don't last long even though they got a lot of money that doesn't mean anything that they fall from the grace of the public and we've seen it i won't mention any names you know on a national scale international scale you got to be nice. And Kermit the Frog, it's not easy being green. He, everybody yelled at him, oh, you're just green. You don't know anything. He felt different. You know how many kids are different today? In so many different ways, whether it be with their family, whether it be themselves, it's okay to be who you are. And it, the song starts out, it's not easy being green, but it ends up being, wait a minute, green's the color of the sea it's the color of trees it's the so color of money it's that's <laughs> only a jewish guy would say that look only I, in this country in canada it's pink is it pink? <laughs> it's all colors now you were yeah. a trial prodigy at eight years old you were you were on tv at eight weren't you uh nine i was on uh ted mac amateur hour 10 jerry lewis telethon 11 with merv griffin yeah i was a child star wow. Jada, same I, question what would you say to your 10 year old jada valente 
probably I would say thank you to my family, my grandfather, for uh, teach me something that bas basically has been the guidance of my whole life. My grandfather s used to say that uh, the most important things in life was to be happy. And my whole life I've been following my happiness without uh, being greedy about money. But maybe I could have been more successful or whatever, but I always choose happiness. Happiness was music, so I always follow music even though I studied. I did everything my parents told me to do because another thing that I learned in life was to listen to the people that are older you. So I would say to myself, you were a good girl at 10 years old. And another thing is uh, I've learned to be grateful. You mentioned something about people uh, reaching certain uh, uh, grade of fame and forgetting where they're coming from. And my grandmother, when I was a little girl, she was a singer. She used to say to me that I was supposed to be grateful. If one day I would have had the chance to become somebody and to do something with my life that I love so much, that be grateful to your audience, to your fans, to the people that will uh, love uh, your music. Because said, if it wasn't for them, you would be singing in the shower. How true is that? That's what an artist is. You have a blessing, and the blessing is also your audience. Now, well, something else you have in common. We do is that your your father was a police officer, yes. wasn't he? Yes. So he was a first responder. Just and my brothers, half my family was in law enforcement, too. Well, Mr. Chandler, same question. I always found school very easy. All the way through I did. So it would be tough to say something about academ academics to myself. But I you almost said I, epidemics. I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, the uh, the thing though that I have noticed in the kids is they don't sh they're not all in that boat, of course. So at the end of every year for every class, I always tell the kids that you started French, and some of you thought it was going to be the most wonderful class, and it turned out not to be so great. And some of you, some of you thought it was going to be terrible, and it turned out to be really good for you. But please, whichever boat you're in, at the end of this year, don't confuse the grade you get in this class with your value as a human being. Very nice. That's, that's great right there. Yeah. You're watching On Air Education. My name is Jonathan Scott. We're going to take our first commercial break and be back in 60 seconds. Stay right where you are. Whoever you are, you're one of us. Whatever you want, we'll get you there. If you're not like anyone else, you're just what we're looking for. It's time to enroll in your future. Nevada State College. Welcome to the Great American Pub, a great place to hang out with your friends, watch a game, and enjoy some great pub food. Our kitchen is open 24-7 with our full menu. Try some of our signature dishes like lobster mac and cheese or clam chowder. Join us at the Great American Pub and enjoy happy hour specials. Grab a drink and enjoy great pub food from all over the country right here in Las Vegas. The Great American Pub with two great locations, 215 in Eastern and Flamingo in 215. Hey everybody, let's have some fun. You only live once and when you're dead, you're done. Let a good time go. Baby, let a good time go. It don't matter whether you're young or old. Come on, baby, let a good time go. And we're back. Jonathan Scott here on On Air Education. I didn't mean to shock you. Scared the hell out of Our guest, Frankie Shinto, John Valente, and from the Durango High School, Mr. Brad Chandler. Hello. Okay. Uh, something about our guest, Frankie Shinta. Uh, Frankie Shinta is the heart and soul of his show. The Shintas, for over four de decades, Frankie's performed every night like it's his first and last. After appearing on national TV as a child prodigy, Frankie has never looked back. Frankie Shinta has been headlining his own show in Las Vegas for over 20 years, brings every audience to their feet every show. Frankie plays every string and percussion instrument under the sun, and 
spot-on impressions of some of the most iconic entertainers that have ever performed, from George Burns, Dean Martin, Tom Jones, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles to Bruno Mars, Frankie Shinta's a must-see show in Las Vegas. Frankie Shinta's a true patriot, paying homage or homage to the men and women of the armed forces, law enforcement, and all first responders in each and every show. Frankie says he lives to perform and will continue to sing and make people laugh for as long as there's a stage and an audience to entertain. During COVID, you've had to be creative. We've talked about this during the break. And find your audience through your Saturday 6 p.m. live by request streaming show. I've watched it from the beginning, and your engagement skills can be summed up in one word. Authentic. Wow. Authentic. Thank you. Your emotions come through that 13-inch computer screen. And I have to ask you, what tips now do you have for our teachers and, and our parents that are struggling with engaging their students? I think... Well, I, I mean, I never thought about it. I just, you know, my, my children always wanted me to do this live thing. Dad, you got to do it. My son, Frankie. My daughter, Danielle. Even my daughter back in New York. Dad, you should do it. Everybody's doing it. I go, who the hell's going to watch me? And I never thought I would get the audience that I'm 10, getting. 10,000 people watch you. And it's, it's, they're engaging. They're very loyal. It's become an appointment show where people are planning their Saturdays around. And I never thought that. I know you didn't. And my musical director, Mariano Longo, he always was telling me, you know, you do a little bit of every song, but why don't you do a whole song? Because I said, well, I'm really not an artist. I don't think I, Chiata Valenti is an artist. When she <laughs> sings a song, you're engaged like this because it's the voice, it's the heart, it's, it's the way she presents the song. The story she tells before she sings it. So you're already in deep into this this woman that's going to sing, and you're like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And I end up crying. I didn't think I was that kind of person, or I still don't, really, but it's become that. Because of COVID, because I've locked up in my house with my children and my family, I've taken a breath back, and I've, I'm singing whole songs where I never did before. And my musical director said, that's what I want you to do on stage soon as soon as we get one <laughs> well it's that authenticity that and your emotional uh, engagement that I think the people feel and you don't know all 10,000 people you can't possibly know all all of them but a good many of them I see and they're, they're they're making comments all the way through and I know that you take the time the next day to answer each and every person that's made a comment and that's part of the engagement and something else that you both share is, is to keep stay on point with our topic of English as a second language, is you both do songs in different languages at the same time. You do English and whether it's French or Italian, you do that. And that's engaging to people, even if they don't understand the language, because French is beautiful, Italian is beautiful. And when you do a little bit of an Italian song in a show, it just, it touches people because there's emotion in those lyrics and they can feel it even though they don't understand it. Well, that brings me back to our to our teacher, Brad Chandler here, and I always want to. If you're a teacher, I want to call you Mr. Chandler. That's all right. <laughs> no, Even no, my no. graduated students still call me Mr. Chandler. It's very Mr. difficult Chandler. for them to call me Brad. Uh, how actually. many languages do you speak? I speak English first, French second, and I am functionally illiterate in Spanish. I love that you're I can get that. more towels and another cerveza. <laughs> Why is it easier for children to learn a second language? 
Why is it easier than what? Or how is it easy? How is it? What makes it easier? The the thing that makes it easiest for them is if they're immersed in that language. I have to deliver as much French as I can in the classroom because in Vegas, uh, finding someone outside the classroom to speak with, with is very difficult unless you're working in a casino. Sometimes you'll get French clients in, but uh, it's difficult to find a resource outside of the classroom. So I have to stay on French all the time. Our associate producer, Carol Adams-Hattara, wrote this question, which I think is a very good question. How does, does music help in learning a language? Very much so. Uh, it? It's pronounced, yes, I do indeed. It, it's pronounced very differently in when it's sung, the French language is. The endings of uh, words are pronounced where they're not in spoken language, so they get a different side of uh, pronunciation for French. And if you can play them modern music that they can relate to, there are some great rap stars right now in France. Really? Like who? Uh, like M.C. Solau, the great M.C. Solau. There are a lot of them. Yeah. And the kids can really, really relate to that stuff. So it's a hook. It's an easy hook. Well, I, you know, for those older viewers, I mean, we remember Frere Jaca. They'll sing right along. Uh, they'll sing, uh, um, uh, what's the bird plucking song from Canada? Uh, Alouette. Oh, you know that's what that was? Alouette. And they'll sing right along. I make a fool of myself in front of them. At first, they're very timid, and then they join in one by one, and by the, by the end of the song, they're screaming. It's a body part song because you talk about plucking the bird's head, and then the wings, and then the okay. tail, and then the. So I never knew like what that. that was about. Uh, wow! You, you have to find. I didn't know. Yeah, it's a it's a bird hunting song. Anyway, wow! Uh, to get it, because the bird's ready for the the oven. You have to find. You have to be careful when you use music in the classroom. You have to have a reason to play it. It can't just because it's it's a pretty song. There has to be a tie in to the grammar or to the cultural point that you're studying at the moment. You can't just whip them out willy-nilly. So music's a good teacher, then. Indeed it is. Yeah, Indeed it like is. my grandbaby's got a little uh, bear from Italy, and it sings, Tiro, tiro, dono. Al giro, giro, tondo, casca al mondo, casca la terra, tutti giù per terra. They know the whole song. That's nice. A little louder. Uh, would, no, but that's, <laughs> it's a little bear from Italy, and you yeah. squeeze the hand, and it sings all these little Italian... Little Italian baby songs. Yeah. That's nice. Like Ring Around yeah. the Rosie in Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's but so. that was about a disease. <laughs> You're watching On Air Education. My name is Jonathan Scott. We're going to take another quick 60-second commercial and stay right where you are. I'll watch in a changing world, it's time to change how we look at college. That's why Nevada State College provides excellence with affordability, a campus with diversity, and programs that offer opportunity. Nevada State College. Be bold, be great, be state. Welcome to the Great American Pub, a great place to hang out with your friends, watch a game, and enjoy some great pub food. Our kitchen is open 24-7 with our full menu. Try some of our signature dishes like lobster mac and cheese or clam chowder. Join us at the Great American Pub and enjoy happy hour specials. Grab a drink and enjoy great pub food from all over the country right here in Las Vegas. The Great American Pub with two great locations, 215 in Eastern and Flamingo in 215. My love has come alone My lonely days are over And life feels like a song Back, Jonathan Scott, you didn't jump this time. I didn't. I was ready. ready. I was ready. On air education, our guest 
Showman, Frankie Shinta, international recording artist, Chata Valente, and Durango High School language teacher, Brad Chandler. Mr. Chandler. Mr. Mr. Chandler. So we were Mr. talking about Mr. how music, Chandler. how you use music in education to teach French. Yes, indeed. And, um, and I'm surprised to hear that there's modern artists that, um, that can relate, you know, that... Sure, indeed, there are. There, there are parallels. Everybody co copies American music. Yes. Everybody really? copies American music. They do. Uh, we have in Italy, too. Italian music is not the music that we used to, to hear. Not when, at all. No. They not have rappers. They have R&B. They have just, let's say, the same music we have here, but then with Italian lyrics. The kids are shocked so French, when they yes. hear it. Yes. Here's a little bit about our other guest. Giada Valente was born and bred in Venice, Italy, and showed, I can't even say this word, prodigious, prodigious, Prodigy. <laughs> prodigious musical promise as early as seven years old. When Giada began studying piano and vocals, as a child, Giada would go on to electrify audiences in regional competitions, wowing audiences with her musical talents and her natural gifts as a performer. Giada honed her skills studying piano and music theory at the Santa Cecilia Music School si. in Venice. Did I say it right? Correct. And later, through achieving her music degree at the G. Tartini in Trieste. Trieste. Close. After her formal education, Giada skyrocketed to the top rung of Italy's music artists, winning prestigious awards and, and charting with hit songs. Also enriching Giada's life as connecting to her beloved hometown through its delicious culinary tradition. And through writing about Venice, Giada is a longtime member of the Acad Accademia Italiana della Cucina. Very good. Well said. See? Wow. See, not bad for a guy I'm from Chicago. Right a cultural organization recognized by the Italian government that checks Italian restaurants around the world. See, si. A master for meals, Giada says, there's an Italian saying, I love this, the whole world eats to stay alive, and we Italians stay alive to eat. <laughs> <laughs> when Giada reflects back on her life and her powerful journey, she says, my story's been really to look for happiness and spread happiness to others. What's kept me going throughout everything is dreaming. Dream big, that's what keeps you going. It's true. That's right. Correct. I don't know where you got the information, but it's pretty true. Uh, our research department. <laughs> Good research. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the boys in R&D. What did you find out about me? The FBI. Yeah, wait, wait. All, all I know here. is that you're, you're in the Clark County Education I've been fingerprinted. I've been run through the system. You're a board member. You're well-respected. And that you are helping our students learn French. Trying my French best. French and, and, and language skills. Indeed. And so... I don't see this going away as far as distance learning and blended education. I think it's going to be here for a while. Too. I think it's going to be here in some... It's been here for some time. It's just not been in the forefront as it has. Well, you can take all of your school through, from kindergarten through high school in Nevada online. You don't ever have to go, and, and it's been that way for some time. It's yeah, all people available. People forget that distance learning is not really a new thing. No. You know, when we started this, Carol uh, adams Sitar and I started this, um, project on our education, 30% of Clark County didn't have Wi-Fi. Oh, when, when wow. I started, there was no, there was not a computer in the school 30 years ago, not one computer. And then the principal secretary got a standalone that wasn't hooked to any system anywhere. She could use it to word process. And then they put them all, one in every classroom and made us do the attendance. You thought that we'd ask the teachers to learn another language altogether. Well, I guess we did, didn't we? Uh, uh, and the old dinosaurs who'd never been on a computer before, it was very difficult for them. And now, we couldn't live without them. No, I mean, our phones are computers. Yes. If you had to give some tips to the parents that are watching to help their students with distance and blended education, what tips would you give Check the parents? Check Canvas. Check the grades on Canvas. 
and on Infinite Campus. Keep an eye on what your children are doing. Uh, for high school, the danger year is ninth grade because they get to, we get more kids flunk out in ninth grade than any other year because they come from junior high and all of a sudden, it's not, you're not so much because we're isolated, but generally it's ninth grade where we lose the students because suddenly there are all kinds of social opportunities and only about half of them are appropriate. So get them through the ninth grade and they're probably going to be okay. <laughs> only half of them are appropriate. <laughs> I know that and I've seen it. It's, well, you're uh, a dad and you're a granddad. How, how's your family? How are the kids doing? You know, the babies, it's amazing because the two-year-olds know how to navigate kids' YouTube better than most adults. You know, when my mom was alive, God rest her soul, she would call me daily about her iPhone. You know, Mama said, should I don't know what's looking at me and I don't know why. I get, <laughs> and But babies know. And two years old, you see them and they pick their That's video amazing. and they... And of course, we wa we watch everything, you know, and because uh, there are some dangers out there, but most of it's okay. And they watch stuff that's harmless, you know, kids YouTube. It's it's little kids making eggs and opening up eggs, and there's a toy inside. They get a kick out. The thing they love the most right now, the two, two the twins, YouTube uh, guys with leaf blowers blowing. They're amazed by it. So to our teachers. What tips would you give as far as engaging your students using distance learning? I'll tell you what. I've spoke in prisons, correctional facilities, and where I was really far removed from the people there, comedy always gets to the heart. If you could make them laugh, you got them. Because laughter goes right to the heart, and you got them. And they go from this to this to ha-ha, <laughs> and you got them. I think a little bit of comedy, no matter what it is, is always good to lift the, that, uh, like the teacher element. It lifts it off a little bit. It makes you more Indeed. human. Absolutely. If and kids yourself, love that. They'll see that. Right? They do see that. So I think that is one key. And like he says, he'll sing Alouetta. They, he's not a great singer, he said it. I, and he probably <laughs> is. But the kids find it engaging and humorous. So it engages them. I, I love the way he's teaching. That's great. It, it's, I have a great memory. I was good at school, too. I never had problem. But I remember that there were certain things at school that I loved and was not because was history I always loved. was not really the, the, the thing I was studying. was my teacher. Teacher can make a difference in the life of a child. Like, uh, like Frankie said, they, you fall in love with your teacher. And I noticed that the teacher and the things I loved were, were teachers that they were really in, passionate about the things they were teaching. Uh, I could feel that some teacher was opening the book and they were reading and making us understand what was written there and like, this is what you have to learn. And I couldn't care the less of the things, but there were other teachers. There was a period in my life, I did the classical Lyceum, so Greek, Latin, uh, Italian, and uh, was were the basic. But we, we got at a certain point a teacher for mathematics and science and he was an amazing teacher because he was so passionate about the, the chemic things. And I, I couldn't care the less, but I loved the teacher, the engagement. He was making us do this experiment. He was teaching history of uh, the people that discovered certain things. And we all fell in love, the whole class. That was the things we loved the most because of the teacher. So about engagement, like uh, Frank said about making them laugh, for me it was, will be, I remember the teacher I love is because they were passionate about what they were teaching me. Was not, they were not teaching me because I had to learn. They were teaching me the things because they said, I love it, maybe you love it too. And because he loved it, 
I fell in love with it. And it's the same way I always say on stage, I think all kind of different music, all kind of different languages. I speak five languages, singing all of them, but there are certain songs that I'm in love with. And it happens every time. Those are the songs that my audience love. And I'm going to say my favorite, you know what it is. Which one is it? La Vie en Rose. La Vie en Rose. I learned it when I was only three years old. That's why I learned French, because I learned phonetically uh, the song, and then when I had to choose French was because I wanted to understand those lyrics. Our topic today has been English as a Second Language. My name is Jonathan Scott. I want to thank our guest, Mr. Chandler. Thank you so much for what you Quite do. You're welcome. Jada Valente and Frankie Shintas. It's not about me. It's not about my guests. It's about you, the audience, and hopefully we've, we've helped you in some way, and you've got one takeaway, if not more, from today's show. Thank you again for tuning in. Write us.